Well, hello and welcome, everybody. This is your host, Kendi Foster. Today, our show is called The Courage to Thrive. Listen, today is a show that you will not want to miss. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, a lot of people are struggling right now. You know, there is, uh, in fact, right now in our nation, um, alcoholism is up, drug abuse is up, suicide uh, is up. And um, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a lot going on. I know you know that. I know you've experiencing that. You know, a lot, a lot of things are changing. But listen, there's a lot of hope. You know, I remember it was back in 1992. I was seeing a therapist and he, uh, he was an amazing man. He, I remember he had steel blue eyes and he had this white hair and he sat in his big chair. And I'd, I'd been seeing him for about a year. And I walked into his office this day. And I said, Doc, I've been hearing this voice and I can't get it out of my head. And he says, well, what's the voice? He says, the voice is telling me to feel the pain to make the change. I said, I don't know what that means. And he said, well, Ken, I can't do anything more for you. I want you to follow that voice. And as I walked out of his office thinking, what is going on here? This, that he's telling me to follow a voice in my head? I came here to him because I was seeing voice, hearing voices, right? A lot of negative voices at the time. and um, But it was the voice of wisdom. It was the voice of courage. And as a direct result of his amazing wisdom, that afternoon, I tuned into that voice. And that voice said, pick up the phone and get some recovery. And I did. I picked up the phone. I made a phone call. And that evening, I walked into the doors of AA and for me, my life completely changed. There was a big man there at the door. His name was Jim. He put out his hands. He said, welcome home. Everything changed for me in that moment. Now, I'm not doing this show to try to convince you to change your life. I do this show because I want to inspire greatness within you. Just like that doctor inspired me to follow that inner voice. I want to inspire you to follow your inner voice. Today, I have an amazing guest today. Her name is uh, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke, and she is the she's on the famed Bravo reality TV show, The Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm going to introduce her when we come back from the break. So stay here. She's going to tell you a little bit about her story and how she woke up and how her life is thriving as a direct result of that. So we're going to take a break and I'll be right back. I'm going to introduce Bronnie. Bronwyn. Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. 
Well, welcome back, everybody. And Bronwyn, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. And I just have to say, listening to your stories, I got chills. That voice, I have heard that voice. And I'm so glad we both listened to it. I'm so glad we both listened to it. Well, listen, you're known as the Spitfire Housewife on Bravo's Fame TV show, The Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, she's on a quest to show the world uh, that her many layers to help others feel less alone in life's journey. And, um, you know, I love it that January marked your one year anniversary of recovery, of taking your life and, and changing it around. Um, you know, how'd you get there? How'd you get to, first of all, how'd you get on the show? And then how'd you get into recovery? Let's just do that. Um, the show was actually sort of just a fluke. I, I had, you know, seven kids. I was living my life. I was posting on Instagram and I only had about 600 followers. I was just, you know, a normal stay at home mom, but I would hashtag Newport mom, OC mom, things like that. And a casting director reached out to me and said, Hey, have you heard of the show? Would you like to audition? I said, sure. Um, my youngest child was about eight months old and about two days before that. And this is kind of one of those, those God moments that we all talk about in recovery. But two days before I'd been sitting on my bed crying because I just wanted something for myself. I'd been a stay at home mom for 18 years and I just wanted more for myself. And this opportunity kind of fell into my lap. So I auditioned It's like a three or four month audition process. And then I got the phone call that I'd gotten in. I was so excited. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. You know, I'm going to meet new friends. I'm going to get to do fun stuff. Like, wow, this this is probably the answer to to everything, you know. Um, and it kind of just went went from there. Well, it went, went from there. And then at one point, because you've been on the show for a while, at one point, things just weren't working. I'm taking it. And you decided to go and, uh, and uh, get some recovery. Can you tell me a little bit about how that worked? Yeah. So I had had a long break from drinking. I have known that I've had a problem with alcohol for 10, 12 years now. I tried to get sober before, didn't work. And then I had children, really, I had four children really close together. And I am very lucky that when I was pregnant or nursing, I never had a desire to drink. So I had about seven years where I hadn't been drinking. So when we started filming, I weaned my last baby and you know, the little voice inside my head said, you're okay. You can drink now. You don't have a problem. So as you go through that, that season, my, my drinking's progressing. And I was trying to play it off like, oh, I deserve this. I've been a stay-at-home mom. This is my chance to let loose. When the truth was, I was hiding alcohol in bottles. Um, I was, I mean, I remember once they had to beg to let me on a plane back from a cast trip because I, I wasn't in condition to fly third day of a trip, I had tequila. And at that point, I was blacking out. Um, we would be filming scenes and I wouldn't remember them. You know, I had to watch some of the scenes back on the season with no memory of them. And we got through the season, it was okay. And my drinking didn't stop. When the camera stopped, I didn't. And I had a rock bottom moment when I was at a mom's lunch at 11 a.m. and I was hammered. And I said something very rude to someone I have a lot of respect for. And I wrote the moms that were there the next day. And I said, I'm sorry, I have a problem. I need help. That next day, I went on a trip to Miami for a big party. And it was just a four-day bender. And on the last night of that trip, I heard that voice. That voice that I think can save you if you listen to it that said, you need help. You can't do this alone. 
That's that is the voice. That is the voice. And a lot of people, I, I don't know about you. For me, I, I had heard that voice before and I'd already and I would just rationalize it or deny it. I, you know, I just wouldn't do it. What made you listen to the voice this time? I really don't know. I don't know what was different that time because I had tried to stop drinking before and I would make it two weeks or three weeks. Um, I would set up rules, no drinking out before five, only on the week. I, I had a lot of rules, which when I started reading, you know, the big book in AA, I almost laughed at how typical I was, you know. Um, I don't, I truly don't know what was different that time. I don't I'm laughing because I'm laughing because uh, a group of us, we, we formed something called the quit club. <laughs> we all wanted to quit together. Nobody made it out but me, <laughs> unfortunately. You know, it's true. Like you make all these rules thinking if I can control the drinking. Right. Uh, and there was a really nice moment of clarity I had where I realized I had done everything I could to drink. Everything. I tried everything I could to drink. None of it worked. It all led me back to the same place, which was drinking around the clock, you know, un un unmanageability at its, at its finest or its worst, whichever one you want to pick. So, yeah. but it did. And so I, I flew home. You know, I detoxed on a plane, which I don't recommend. Everyone should do it in a safe medical way. You should always reach out for help. But I haven't had a drink since, and that was January 30th, 2020. Well, that is amazing, and uh, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your family. And, um, you know, when I when we come back, because I take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to take a little deeper dive into the principles, the values that you're living from that others might be able to model to be able to take their life and thrive. So I think that'd be a good topic when we get back. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. I've written a new book. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Unlock Your Genius, Your Soul, and to Transform Your Life. So it's daily strategies. I wrote this specifically because over the years I've noticed in my own life and in the lives of my clients that, listen, a little inspiration doesn't get it. A little wisdom doesn't get it. A little action doesn't get it. It's daily, dripping on the mind, dripping on those actions, taking specific focused actions towards your dreams and setting specific goals, right? Goals help us 
to transform the little self into the possibilities that we have in each of us. All of us are given dreams, and if you're sitting there and you're not manifesting that dream, it's just a little bit of you is chipping away every day that's not happening until you finally wake up and say, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to connect with something greater than myself, my force, my God, my life, my universe, whatever. I don't care what you call it. You tune into that force, and that's what's going to get you to the next level. Well, welcome back, everybody. Today, the show is called The Courage to Thrive, and I'm blessed to have the Real Housewives of Orange County's uh, famed uh, uh, housewife, Brawny Burke. And you know, no, it's a hard one. <laughs> uh, did I say that wrong? So, Bronwyn, Bronwyn, Bronwyn. Sorry, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. All right, there we go. Sorry about that. All right, um, let's talk about you know where do you live from today. Where do you live from, you know, those values, those beliefs that really help propel your life forward that others might be able to model? I think for me, a lot of it comes from accountability. I spend a lot of my life blaming other people. You know, I'm this way because you did that. Um, I'm reacting like this because this happened to me. And I think one of the things that's changed the most in the past year is taking inventory of myself. You know, what is my role in all the things in my life? Why do I lash out? Why do I always have this constant need for more? And for me, a lot of it stemmed from a really deep insecurity. And it was like, okay, let's start from that. And, you know, making a list of my resentments, my character defaults, and then acknowledging them and, you know, working on them. I think the minute that I said, I'm in control of my own life, just me, what am I going to do? One, one thing I realized is I can't control everything. Um, I know at, in the rooms, we talk about a higher power. You mentioned it in your show. You know, it doesn't matter what you call it. And I truly believe in that. I have a tendency to like want to control everything, whatever. And I was like, okay, what can I do? I can release a lot of this. There's a lot of things I can't control. I can let that go. There are certain things I can work on. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna spend as much time as I can becoming the best version of me. I want to be the kind of woman that I would look up to. And I think taking a deep breath, letting the things go that I need to, but then working on the ones that are important, that has made the biggest difference for me. You know, when I started this path, I used to get upset when I'd lose a, a pencil. I'm being a little facetious, but uh, things would uh, things would react. You know, I, I would react to things. And um, not that I'm perfect today, but I, you know, I've done a lot of work in that area. Um, you know, in uh, in uh, in your life, how is how does that impact you? I, I love what you said. You're taking full responsibility. I don't think we can even have a life unless we do that. We you know we let go of blame, shame, and guilt, and all that stuff of others. But you know, the emotional piece is that still with you? Do you still react a lot, or or is that is that uh, something that you didn't have to work on? I don't know. That actually came very hard for me. Like you say, the pencil fight. I think one of my my husband and I got one of the biggest arguments over a vacuum, which we all know it wasn't actually about a vacuum. It was about so much more. But that sent me over the edge. Um, I definitely take moments to pause. Now I actually got a, a recently. I got a, a tattoo that says. Salah, which means the moment before. Take a moment. And I've learned that if I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling reactionary, if I'm feeling angry, if I'm 
if I'm feeling something that's unsettling inside me, if I can just take a step out of it, go off on my own a little bit and just think it through, it usually stems from a few things with me. Like I have fears of abandonment. I have low self-esteem. You know, these are my core issues and everything kind of stems from there. So once I get to the root cause that I go, okay, why am I feeling this? Is this real? Take a deep breath and turn it over to the universe. And that, I mean, that has been life-changing in every relationship and every aspect of my life. Bronwyn, that's, that's uh, really courageous to do that. And for individuals that are maybe thinking about living life uh, on life's terms instead of living life on their terms, um, what advice would you have for somebody that's that's thinking about you know maybe accepting things differently and and you know releasing the control as much you know because let's face it everybody in America wants to control everything and we we like control we like certainty right. we really do you know but. There's another way to live, and that's what I'm hearing you say. It's what what you what do you say to that? I mean, I think the first thing, if anyone is thinking about, especially if they're thinking about getting so, so sober, they're sober curious, is make a list. What is the things you really want in your life? Truly, like what are things that are really important to you? And make a list, and read that list over, and then realize all those things will come true if you can just, you know. Stop drinking, in my case, stop drinking, let it go over to the universe, take the next right indicated step. We all have an innate sense of what's right and wrong. We know when we're doing the wrong thing. We feel it in our core. If you just keep doing the next right thing, yeah, all these things will come to you without you having to force them. Yeah. It might not be on the time schedule you want. You might have to be patient. <laughs> but if you just sort of keep doing the next right thing, listening to that little voice inside of you that knows you know what what the answers are and then letting it go all those things will come to you i love that you know i remember when uh when my my kids were uh young and i had made the decision to quit drinking and what happened for me is that i was estranged from them i was living in sacramento they were down here in san diego they were getting in a lot of trouble as soon as i uh, got help and started to change it's like there was this magnetic force between us and they started to change their lives completely changed and i wasn't even in their lives have you experienced that i'm very lucky that my kids are pretty great and in, in general they've always been very responsible i think in a family of our size they've all kind of contributed to the family unit i will say that when i'm I was drinking, I'm not as present. Even if I was physically in the home, I wasn't as present. So for me to be able to pay attention and listen and really hear my kids and then ask the questions, not, oh, how are you? But how are you really? How are you really today? And then take the time to listen. That is amazing. That to me is one of the greatest gifts that sobriety has given me, that true tight connection to hear my kids. Yeah, being present, being able to hear them. Okay, okay, listen, I'm going to take a break here in a second. But before I do, um, Real Housewives of Orange County, how has your sobriety impacted your relationship with everybody on the on the set? Has it improved? Has it worsened? What, what happens there? You know, it actually depends. So everyone on the set includes the crew. And I will say the crew has been amazing. I was very fortunate that one of my producers was in recovery. And he really held my hand. He took me to my first meeting. He had my back the entire time. And I'm so grateful that I was able to work with a production company that was so accommodating and so caring. I had the best producers. 
they really wanted me to stay sober and they really, really took care of me as much as they could. Um, as far as the people I work with on the show, it was very tumultuous. Um, but I have learned, I've said it often, if someone has a problem with my sobriety, it says more about them than me. So while the people that you see on camera with me, it wasn't easygoing. It was very tough. It was a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. Um, the people behind the scenes were amazing. Mm -hmm. But you got through it. You got through it. And I, and I guess they got through it. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's what, that speaks very highly uh, to you. So, and to them too, you know, I mean, you know, let's face it, you know, under high pressure uh, situations on, on set like that, it can get a little uh, tumultuous um, yeah, for, for various reasons. <laughs> yeah. I will so. say that the best part of it has been the impact it had on the viewers. I've gotten so many DMs from people that are, were considering getting sober that now have, that it's been amazing. It's no, it's amazing knowing that you're actually touching people's lives. All right. When I come back, I want to ask you, what was the most fearful thoughts or th thinking you had going on before you got sobriety? Because I think a lot of people can relate to that. So we're going to we're going to touch that subject when we get back. All right. Today, women in business are helping each other prosper like never before by overcoming stereotypes, networking together, and sharing essential resources. Since 1991, Women's Wisdom, the premier business networking organization for purpose-driven, soul-inspired entrepreneurs, has helped women grow their businesses and become the best version of themselves. Women's Wisdom hosts online events with celebrity speakers, best-selling authors, and business experts dedicated to helping you, the small business owner, expand your possibilities, build new relationships, and get the right referrals. Take your business to the next level and join Women's Wisdom at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. Have you recently used your phone, computer, and Wi-Fi and wondered if they might be affecting your sleep, focus, or possibly even your well-being? Living Design Technology has investigated recent developments in how electromagnetic energy coming from a variety of sources, including cell phone, Wi-Fi, microwave, radio, and TV, are impacting people and their environment. They have developed simple, effective tools that support the harmonizing of the electromagnetic energies present in your home, office, and car. Living Design Technology works by providing the information nature needs to balance the electromagnetic energies in your environment. It's amazing. Nature is actually doing the work when Living Design Technology is present. Find out more at livingdesigntechnology.com forward slash courage and put in the code COURAGE to get 20% off your first order.
Well, welcome back, everybody. Today, we're talking about the courage to thrive and uh, have Real Housewives of Orange County star, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to just mention this because on the upcoming season, uh, you're addressing many topics that have been uh, occurring in your personal life from supporting your son Jacob's desire to dress and drag, your open marriage, sharing uh, her uh, sharing your participation in local protests, political views, getting sober. You know, you got a lot of things going on. That's, that's awesome. And so congratulations on that. Um, the one the one issue, I guess, that, you know, I wanted to bring up was, you know, around the fears that, you know, are you addressing the fears that, you know, people have when they're getting sober? I guess you probably are on the show. Is that... Yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. I really, when I did the show this year, wanted, and I talked to production, I wanted to make it as real and raw as possible. I really didn't want to sugarcoat sobriety because it's tough. And I think a lot of times, you know, people aren't drinking, but you don't see the work it takes to get there. It's not easy. I think at around 70 days sober, I asked someone, when do I stop crying? And she's like, oh, it takes about a year. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Um, but I think you kind of have to walk through the fear. I read an amazing book when I was newly sober by Glennon Doyle called Untamed. And she kind of just talks that you have to be in the uncomfortable to get to where you want to be. And I think one of the ways that I kept my life, you know, small and comfortable was I just didn't address any of the hard things. I just drank instead. Or I also, I shopped or I went to events or I traveled. I did anything to not have to deal with what was going on inside of me. And when you stop doing that, when you stop looking for external ways to fill that God-sized hole, you really have to just sit with it and say, who am I? What matters? What's important? And there is growing pains and it does hurt. But if you get through it, it is so worth it in the end. It is so worth it. And, you know, like like that voice told me, you got to feel the pain to make the change. And what we're talking about is you were feeling the pain one day at a time. We just took it one day at a time. We both did. And one day at a time gets you a life filled with joy and happiness and emotions, challenges, and an unstoppable mindset that you can get through anything. So. And you really can. And I also want to say for anyone listening, sometimes it's one second or one minute at a time. You know, there were times where one, I couldn't get through a day, but I could get through the next minute. That's that's it. And I can definitely, I relate to that. Um you know, I've, I've got almost 29 years now um, sobriety, and I have moments that I fall back on the principles of one day at a time, one moment at a time. You get through what you need to get through. Life uh, through, you know, we, but we do live life on life's terms, and that's the difference. Just as you were saying, you're not out there, you know, trying to fix, uh, fix somebody else or fix yourself or fade yourself or trying to do something. That you're just feeling it, and you're moving through it, and you're le letting life uh become brilliant in itself <laughs> so yeah. and it is hard it is hard there are hard moments but like i said it is so worth it i think when anyone gets sober and they really find their true self they do want to yell it from the rooftops come and join me it is better over here i promise you i promise it's good I promise it's good too. All right, Bronwyn, thank you so much for being here. I, I hope you'll come back. And yeah, um, I, uh, you know, we I do these shows on sobriety from time to time and bring amazing people on. I think uh, there's uh, uh, some other shows I'd like to do with you if you, you know, if you're open to it. Absolutely. A few months down the road, that'd be awesome. All right, thank you. Got a busy life. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Okay, everyone. Well, listen. Um, 
I want to just thank all of you for listening today. I hope this is a show you will uh, go out there and pass on to your friends and family. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, Voices of Courage. You can also just tell Siri, Alexa Cortana to play Voices of Courage podcast. It'll come right up. And of course, you can go to voicesofcourage.us to get all of our replays. You know, until our next show, until next time, find your courage. Tune into that pain that you feel, allow it to speak to you, allow it to get loud so that you can make the changes that you need to change because what's going to happen is eventually you will see the unseeable, you will know the unknowable, and you will be able to do the impossible.